episodes of the three bucks podcast your home for all things related to finance where our goal is simple it's to simplify a complex financial world and show you how you can navigate it to really put yourself ahead in life my name is kyle clark i'm the host of the three bucks podcast and i'm a financial advisor here at a firm called gerber kawasaki wealth management i'm joined today by my two co-hosts i'm starting with ziad hajazi how you doing man Doing well. Yeah. Friday. Happy Friday. Excited for the weekend. Yeah. Any plans? Uh, I'm actually planning on hiking Mount Baldy this weekend. That's awesome. It's like a, it's a, like a, it's like a eight hour thing, you know, eight hour escapade. Take, takes most of the Saturday. Yeah. That's most cool. of the day, but cool. uh, looking forward to it. Awesome. And then I'm also joined by my other co-host, Sage Kasaga. How you doing, buddy? Hey, Kyle. Nice to uh, nice to be here, and um, yeah, same. Looking forward to the weekend and uh, getting this podcast started. Awesome, man. Well, before we kick it off, uh, the purpose of this podcast is really to provide education and support to our listeners, um, and to really make sure that you guys are maximizing your financial potential in life. And we understand that there's a lot of information out there, and it can be overwhelming and confusing to a lot of people when it comes to things like finance, investing, business, um, and financial literacy. And we want to simplify this complex world to make it more enjoyable and fun um, for everyone to really understand. And Z, why don't you tell us a little bit more kind of of what our purpose and goal here um, is at Three Bucks? Yeah, just to talk through a bit of our plans with this podcast. You know, we want to bring on business owners and other professionals outside of the financial advising industry as guests on these shows. Um, you know, every episode, we basically want to provide the opportunity for them to tell their story on how they became successful. You know, every single one of these professionals and business owners that we plan on bringing on, uh, at some point in their lives, they took their career in their own hands and put a ton of hard work to get where they are today. And we want to be, be able to give them a platform for them to tell those stories and provide some life lessons for all of our listeners. And then twofold, we also want to relate that to ha- uh, to financial literacy. You know, at some point in these these people's journeys and their lives, they realize the benefit of having someone on their team to help support them in the financial world, so that they can elevate their business and personal life. And we just want to provide, uh, you know, show our value as advisors and and have them talk through their personal experience on why working with a financial advisor was beneficial for them and and what we really can do to help them and to help our listeners as well. Awesome. And mm-hmm. Sage, anything else that you want to add on to that? Yeah, you know, I'd just say, yeah, that's a great reason for starting a podcast, Ziad. Uh, thanks for explaining that to our viewers. And, you know, this is meant to be a platform to share the experiences of our guests and provide insight for our listeners. You know, every successful finance, every financially successful person has taken advantage of, you know, some general well-known concepts and financial principles Um, At the end of the day, you know, that's what this podcast is about, and we want to be able to help people achieve uh, financial success and um, people of all backgrounds, and um, yeah, we want to be that resource for you. Very cool. And that being said, um, I want to have you guys tell a little bit about your background, how you guys became financial advisors. Um, starting with UZ, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you got into this role in industry. Yeah, definitely. I mean, just to give a little background on myself, I grew up in Orange County, a town called Los Alamitos. It's right next to Long Beach. Basically, it's on the border of Orange County and L.A. County. 
Uh, I grew up under immigrant parents. Both my parents came over from Lebanon in the Middle East, and um, you know they did a great job of just instilling in my siblings and I at a young age the idea of giving back. You know, we were really involved in our community. We uh, volunteered for the city. I was involved in Boy Scouts for a while as a kid. I served on um, a student government, you know, and, and so when it came time for me to start generally thinking about what career I wanted to do, it was very natural for me to want to do something where I felt like I was helping people or where I, I, I knew I was having an impact on people's lives. And so went to school at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, also Sage's alma mater. <laughs> go uh, Mustangs. Go Mustangs, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I studied business there, really uh, had no idea I was going to fall in love with investing, but once I learned what it was and everything about the landscape, I took every class and joined every club I could relating to it. Uh, ended my senior year helping manage over $600,000 of our school's endowment fund. I know Sage actually did the same project. It was, it was $750,000 <laughs> by the time I got there. Yeah, yeah, you know, just remember where that came from. We were together there, right? <laughs> I'm just playing, but uh, you know, that was a great experience. And so um, when it came time to really get serious about a career, you know, I knew that I wanted to do something where I could take my background on finance and my interest in investing and my passion for people most importantly and combine that and um, and financial advising really is a no-brainer in terms of doing that. I get to do all of that and been working at GK since and I've been loving it here. So That's awesome. Man. Yeah. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that. And, and, you know, Sage, what about you? You know, you obviously went to the same school as Ziad, um, have your own unique background as well. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. So. Um, I grew up in, you know, deep in Southern California in a small city called Murrieta, about an hour north of San Diego and a little bit inland. Um, and yeah, grew up uh, successful small business owners as parents and um, as actually the middle child. We were a big sports family and um, I actually played Division One golf in college and um, had that opportunity. So that was a great experience. You know, I hear a lot of, uh, you know, wealthy individuals and families talk about their personal finances on the golf course and kind of realize like many of these people didn't really know what they were talking about, right? Like they weren't necessarily financially savvy. They had great careers, but didn't really know, you know, um, the ins and outs of personal finance and really how to build wealth. And so, um, you know, I read a lot of books when I was younger about investing and um, super into stocks and investing in college. And uh, I also had that same experience of managing the portfolio for my um, last year in college and really just wanted a career where I could um, help others build wealth and um, kind of be that resource for them. And uh, that's when I found Gerber Kawasaki and um, I've, you know, loved, loved my time here and um, I'm super excited to be in this position to help other people. Cool, man. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that, guys. Um, and, you know, to provide a little bit more background about, about me um, and kind of why I got into this industry to begin with is born, born and raised in Sacramento, California, um, raised by two hardworking blue-collar folks um, and, you know, went to school at Loyola Marymount University down here in L.A., go Lions. I know I'm surrounded <laughs> by two Mustangs, but got to give a shout-out to the Lions. Um, and, you know, I had an amazing opportunity after college College, um, to go work down in the venture capital space um, and got to work with some really prominent investors and titans in their industry, um, like Lance Helford, who, who was my mentor, um, got to work with Paul Orfala, founder of Kinko's Printing. He, you know, had an amazing opportunity to work with him. 
Um, and then also a lot of prominent business owners, wealthy investors, and really see firsthand, you know, how these people who are super successful in life, how do they do it financially? Um, and I was really inspired by that and realized, you know, a lot of people could really benefit from the things that I was learning when it comes to things like financial literacy, um, investing. And so ultimately I wanted to come back to LA just cause it was home for me. A lot of my friends from college, um, were still in the local area as well as my girlfriend. And, and so I wanted to come back home um, to a place that felt like home and really, you know, help those people regardless of how much money that they have, just like my parents, just like my family and friends mm -hmm. who really could have benefited and do benefit now with the work that I've been doing with them, um, working at GK with you guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's just been a truly incredible experience to be able to help people especially during times like this with COVID going on. Oh, yeah. Um, and so with that being said, you know, for our first episode and why we started this, um, normally we, we have someone on uh, who's a business owner, um, who's going through those experiences, like we had talked about the purpose of why we had this podcast. But before going into kind of the next phase of what we're looking to do with this podcast, um, I do want to share some important disclosures with our listeners before getting too much into it um, and mention that all the things that we talk about on three bucks and on this show should not be taken as personal advice um, or personal investment advice for that matter. And you should always consult with an investment professional before making any types of financial decisions. And so that being said, I want to get into our next segment, which we like to call our two cents. Um, where this part of the show, we get into topics that we find interesting, that we want to talk about and share our two cents and what we feel uh, our opinions and what's going on with the economy, um, with different businesses, with stocks, investing, really anything. And so I want to throw the first one out there for our, our initial episode on the difference between gambling and investing. <laughs> okay, this is a this is a very controversial topic in the sense I always hear people saying, you know, the stock market is, is gambling, right? It's basically you don't know what's going to happen with your money. Um, it's a crapshoot, just like Vegas. And so I wanted to get your guys' two cents and your opinions on how you guys view that, what you feel is the difference, or maybe it's the similarities, um, or maybe it's the exact same word, you know, just said in a, in a different kind of context, but the difference between gambling and investing. I'll start with you, Z. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's so funny because I, I got that exact question from my mom when I first started this job, when I told her I was going to be doing a, uh, be a financial advisor. She's like, well, what's the difference? <laughs> I had me thinking about it a lot. You know, I, I really think the big thing behind between gambling and investing, like gambling is kind of a, it's more of a game of chance. It's really about a single instant or a single moment when it comes to, you know, you're betting on something. Um, it can feel similar a lot of the times in terms of, hey, you're putting your money in, you're either gonna lose it or you're gonna make it, but investing is a lot more about consistent growth, about you know what you're actually putting your money into is a growing business, right? And, and when you invest, you know whether it be through stocks or through bonds or through real estate, whatever it may be, you know, you're investing in cash flow, you're investing in something that has a business plan behind it, it has a, a product or a service to offer, you know, 
Um, there's, I think there's a big difference between investing in, say, you know, Google, right, versus it betting on a basketball game, right, or, you know, and, and really I think the big, t- the big um, correlation that people make between gambling and investing comes to um, when people talk about trading more than you talk about investing, right, and I think um, there is a big differentiator with that as well and how investing is so much more long-term and that's exactly how we conduct ourselves here at Gerber Kawasaki's. We are looking for the long-term, you know, we're here to invest in a manner that aligns with your goals further out and we're picking businesses that we really do believe are going to be the future of this economy and this, um, in our, in our society, you know, and, uh, it's one of the big reasons why I joined GK, especially is because of how forward-looking we are when it comes to investing in businesses. But I don't think by any means you should think of investing as gambling. They are very different. They can feel similar, but especially if you're working with a professional, they're def- there's definitely a huge differentiation. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And Sage, what, what's kind of your two cents on that? Yeah, so, you know, Ziad kind of touched on it a little bit. You know, we it's different because we build a financial plan, right? And you kind of tailor your investing towards that financial plan that we would build for you. And so in that sense, it's not really like gambling, right? Um, And I do kind of agree, like, I guess you could kind of think of it like as, you know, they both have risk involved, right? Like investing does have risk um, as well as gambling. So that's what's like similar about the two. Um, But, you know, when you look at it, you know, you kind of can have like a calculated risk, right? And so um, I think investing, like Ziad was saying, it's more for the long term. Obviously, if you're day trading, that's, you know, that's a little bit more like gambling, right? But, um, you know, like Ziad was mentioning, you know, we're in it for the long term and um, it's, it's, uh, it's very different. Yeah, for sure. And I I couldn't agree with you more. The importance of just timeline Mm -hmm. of when you're expecting this type of return on the initial, you know, principle that you put in, whether it's, you know, gambling at a casino, the initial money you put in, you're expecting like immediate results Mm -hmm. um, versus, you know, a longer duration of expecting over time, I'm going to make money which I think is the big kind of differentiation between the two. Not to mention, I think with gambling, it has a more stacked against you in terms of odds. Mm -hmm. So like when you go to Vegas, right, and you sit at a roulette table or you sit at a 21 or a blackjack table, right, the odds are stacked against you already because the house has baked in the probability through, you know, their variations of how they distribute cards, how they shuffle, how many decks, like all these different factors come in to be Mm -hmm. in the house's favor. And with investing, you know, that it really isn't present because there isn't like necessarily an active force that is trying to out perform you per se yeah you know there's not like a house where they're trying to put the odds in their favor with investing you have underlying companies that put the odds actually in your favor in the sense that you're investing in them for the long term and everyone's kind of together in this long longer duration than just 30 seconds yeah right i i would like to add to that you know um it's actually the opposite of the odds are in your against your yourself. You know, it, the odds are with you in in the stock market. If you look over the long history, you know, on an annual basis, it's like eleven percent. And so, 
you know, the odds are with you in investing, whereas gambling, like you said, they're, they're against you. So uh, very different. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, we always tell our clients kind of the timeline and things to think about within the stock market. If you were to invest within, you know, any 15-year period within 1950 to, say, 2018, right, stocks have never been down. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are the types of things I think people don't understand about the market is that as long as you have an investor's mentality and not kind of like that gambling mindset of immediate results, that's going to be way more beneficial for you in the long run when you're building wealth. Mm-hmm. Not to mention you'll have a much better experience because your emotions aren't going to be played with all the time when you have a, like an investor mentality and outlook. And I think that's part of it as well, kind of the difference between those two. So hope you guys found some value um, with hearing our two cents. Um, and to kind of wrap things up, I want to keep this episode short. Sage, where can people find more information about us? Yeah, so uh, follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, at Gerber Kawasaki. You can also check out our bios online. Um, uh, Kyle Clark, Sage Kasaga, and Ziad Hijazi. Um, and find out a little bit more information about the firm as well as you know our backgrounds. And um, yeah, feel free to reach out and we're, we're happy to assist you. Awesome. And with that, I hope everyone stays safe and healthy. Until next time, uh, this is Kyle Clark, Ziad Hijazi, and Sage Kasaga signing off.